0: This is genius. Why hasn't someone really nailed it down?
1: The wedding industry handed that to you.
2: Going to Aruba on vacation, met a Dutch kite surfer, moved there for a couple of months.
1: Maybe this is going to be my life. Okay, well, welcome to the podcast, girls. Um, So we just want to start with give us a little spiel about yourselves, introduce yourselves, and yeah. Cool. All, I'll start off. I am Allie Shrek.
0: Um, I originally grew up in Iowa, but for the past six years, I've lived here in Chicago. Um, I full time. I work as a brand consultant at Blue Cross Blue Shield Association here in Chicago. And just recently, I launched something borrowed with my partner here, Pauline.
2: And I'm Pauline Kolka. Um, I'm originally from Chicago, born and raised. I currently work at Google as a partner lead and launched Something Borrowed along with Allie in oh my gosh, it's been what two months now?
1: Yep. <laughs> it's like a lot longer, but it's it is so exciting. Oh. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about something borrowed now that you introduced like what you do together.
0: Something Borrowed is at its core. It's really bridal accessories for rent, high-end bridal accessories. So we're talking name brands like Cult Gaia, Jennifer Bear, Retrofeet. Um, And right now we're really focused on bridal accessories. So things like hair accessories, as well as bridal bags um, or jewelry, um, all available to rent specifically for your bridal season. And Pauline, I'll let you, you expand on it more too
2: totally. I mean, we can also talk a little bit about where it came from. That helps a little bit of context. So, um, Allie and I actually met while doing our MBA at Kellogg at Northwestern University. So, we've seen each other around for for the past two years now while um, in our classes, and we can talk a little bit more about that, but I'll get right to where something borrowed came from. So, we were taking a class, it's called New Venture Discovery with Professor Jeffrey Eshbach, who is also a CEO and founder of his own startup. And through this class, we really started focusing on what are some problems that we can solve or tackle. And what we started doing is interviewing brides. And what was interesting after we interviewed over a hundred brides is that we saw some of the same themes and same problems come up over and over. Obviously a lot of what we heard is like, it's super expensive to get married. I'm really stressed about it. We get that, we know that wedding days are expensive. But what was also really interesting to learn is how much women were spending on their entire bridal season just to dress and accessorize themselves for their bachelorette parties and bridal showers and the bridal shower that your aunt throws for you and your rehearsal dinner, so many different events. So we really wanted to solve that problem because we want to make looking iconic, attainable for all brides.
1: Yeah, I'm a bride myself and I... I follow a few accounts where they'll just post outfits and I'm like, yeah, right. I like cannot spend $700 on this dress while I'm also planning a whole wedding. So when I saw your page, I was like, this is genius, especially the accessories. Like all the pieces that tie the whole outfit together are really hard to find or really expensive. So it is like a genius idea.
0: Thank you. We call it kind of like the icing on the cake because it really is those final pieces that make an outfit, but you feel like, oh my gosh, I've already spent so much, especially yeah. given probably only wear or use this once. I'll get yeah. awesome pictures in it, but then I won't be using it again. Yeah. Um, and I think something else I'll build on is Pauline and I are big fans of the rental economy. We love brands like Rent the Runway and Fashion Pass and Newly. And we have had such success success with those. And we also know other women love these brands too. So we're like, why hasn't someone really nailed it down in the bridal industry where it is this really special moment in time in a woman's life where she is willing to spend more money. She wants to look amazing, feel iconic. um, And there just really aren't any awesome options out there right now
1: totally yeah and something borrowed is like the perfect name like that the wedding industry handed that to you so perfect um okay so we'll kind of we'll probably come back to something borrowed a lot in the narrative but I'd love to hear where you guys were at before you even met each other so it sounds like you met at school so what was like your age range what were you doing even thought processes all that stuff
0: yeah, um, so I guess for a little bit of context, we started school in the fall of 2020. Um, so that also, I guess, if you think about what the time frame was then, it was kind of in the mid in the mid um, midst of COVID. Um, and when we started at Kellogg, it was also like classes were fully remote. But when you start in any business school program, one of the big perks is like getting to meet people and getting to network, and it was hard to do. But one of the very first things um I went to, because I think people were starting to kind of like thirst for a little bit of human connection, um they were planning little small gatherings um outside of class, and that was the first time I met Pauline we went to. It was like they were we were having drinks and dinner at um, a local restaurant with a bunch of other girls that go to Kellogg. Um, and that's where we met. But I guess as far as where we were at in our lives, what was that like i was, I would have been twenty five. I don't know, 26? Yeah. Yeah. So we, the thing is, we haven't honestly known each other for like an incredibly long time. It's been literally three years, which is wild
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it feels like so much longer. Especially those years feel like long years. Like 2020 to 2023 is a world of its own. I do feel like either relationships were made that will just test time, like go on forever, or they were kind of like, we need a break and we'll circle back to this because the world is a lot right now. So I'm always intrigued by the friends that went through that period of time. Like what did that look like for you guys, especially it sounds like a lot of your relationship was virtual or through class at least.
2: Yeah, I think at the beginning a lot of it was through class and just seeing each other either on Zoom in class or through some of these gatherings. And I will say it just it's so different to think about what life looked like in 2020. I mean, this is a hot take. Personally, I will say the pandemic was good to me. Like a lot of good stuff came out of it through a lot of difficult times. So good things that came out of it is, for example, deciding to do my MBA at Kellogg. That's not something I had planned to do before the pandemic started. And then I had found myself with a ton of time. I was 26 years old. I was um, loving my career. And then I just had a ton of time on my hands. And one thing that you'll learn about Allie and I is that we love to be busy. So if we have time on our hands, like we will take on more projects, hence something borrowed as we you know wind down at school. Um, so that's when we had met. i was I was at an interesting place in my life. <laughs> i I was um, in Chicago thinking about what I wanted to do next. started had just started my MBA around fall of 2020, I ended up going to Aruba on vacation, met a Dutch kite surfer, moved there for a couple of months. Well, wow. and maybe this is going to be my life. <laughs> like Maybe I'm just going to live on the beach and kite surf and be in love and have fun and all. Of, um, a little bit of like a la la land type of experience. And coming back to Chicago to finish school and be in my classes really reminded me of what I want out of my life. And it is um, it is a more ambitious path. It is pursuing a career, having my own business, having, and now it's having this company with Allie. So I think uh, my path went in a couple of different directions over the pandemic, but brought me to where we are today with Allie. Sometimes I... I Oh go ahead.
0: I was just going to say one thing that's something I love about Pauline is she is like an adventure seeker. She is always like a yes man for everything. Like, you know what? I'll try it. Let's see. Um and especially through this business journey that has been so much fun because it's like we always say we respect opportunities and we always like we're always up to exploring and seeing what they're going to bring us. Um which I think is something I would advise anyone in a business partner to look for someone that's willing to say yes, willing to keep an open mind. Um or at least just see what what's out there and what's what's available. Yeah. I would say we're all about going with your gut, but obviously listening to your head, like not losing sight of what, what really matters, but we're big fans of like following our intuition. And I will also say kind of on a similar vein, like through this process of starting a business, you obviously get told no, like all of the time (laughs) it's happened literally like eight times and whatever the past couple of months. Um, But it's also, I think, like having that partner and that's going to be like, you know what? They told us, no, let's, let's wait until they say it's not a no. It's just a not right now. Um, let's figure out how to turn that no into a yes. Or like, who cares if they said no, like on to the next. Yeah. Um, And you feel like we do a good job of,
1: of having that mentality. Totally. Okay. So you meet at the school and then you said you met through like a girl's brunch or lunch or something. Tell me about that experience.
2: I actually don't remember that branch super well. I think my first experience, like really getting to know Allie better was a Friendsgiving in fall of 2020 that I hosted at my apartment. There was like, oh gosh, I should not have had 12 girls in my apartment, but I did at a good time and we had an awesome little Friendsgiving and that's when really I got to spend more time with Allie. And I think one of, oh my gosh, this is such a funny little detail, but one thing that always struck me that I remember distinctly about Allie since like the early days of meeting her is how well she was always dressed. She has the best <laughs> sense of style, this still holds true, um, constantly dressed to the nines and always something cool and interesting. So that's like one of my big early memories of meeting Allie that fall is oh my gosh, I love her outfits every single time.
0: Okay, that's hilarious. And if you meet Pauline, you'll see that she's always dressed to the nines too. So means a lot coming from her. But I think when I think back to the first interaction, um, I, I wouldn't like at that Kellogg's, whatever, I don't even know what it was, if it was drinks or brunch or what it was. But um, I, the way I describe it is I'm naturally kind of more of an introvert and obviously meeting a bunch of girls for the first time that we're all about to start school together. is kind of like that feeling of like the first day of school where it's like first impressions, you wanna make a good first impression. I'm in, surrounded by all these really smart, um, just like accomplished women. And so obviously wanting to make a good first impression. And I think my first impression of Pauline was very like cute and polished, but and what, she kind of, if you if you meet Pauline, you're kind of like an it girl, just like, you know, oh, you have a lot going for you. But, and you would assume it's like, I, I feel like it's really easy to be like, oh, she's probably kind of snobbier into herself. But Pauline is quite the opposite. She is genuinely like one of the kindest most, um just like a person that's genuinely curious about other people. And she shows that, and she's also like, when she's talking to people, she's talking to that person. Um, She's generally really interested in them. So I remember feeling that way after leaving them being like, oh my gosh, I thought some of these girls, they obviously come from like really good backgrounds. I thought that they were going to be a little bit rude, but it was the complete opposite. Everyone was incredibly welcoming and kind.
2: That's so I sweet. Thank you, Allie. But also I get that a lot. I've had a few people tell me like, oh, before I actually met you, I thought you were going to be a bitch. Pardon my <laughs> language. But... A and then people meet me in person. They're like, "Oh wow, you're you're actually so nice." So, thank you. <laughs> I'm <just> so
1: <laughs> glad to tell you that that's also what you felt that day. It's so funny. I wonder if it's just like resting face, or just like you're just living your life, and people just assume it. It's so funny because yeah, even within a few minutes of meeting you, I'm like, I would never think that. But you know, circumstances. Yeah. Um, yeah. So once you guys have that encounter where you meet, are you guys like instantly friends or was there like a warming up period for you? I think we were friends pretty
2: quickly, but uh, we weren't like, you know, let's go hang out every single day. But Allie was always one of the people that I asked like, hey, what classes are you in or what are you planning to take? I was trying to coordinate, you know, which classes I was taking so that perhaps I could be in the same class with her. So I think right off from the bat, we were... We were friends, but again, it wasn't like, oh, we're best friends and now we're going to go do a business together. It was, it was more of a getting to know each other over the past two years, seeing each other in classes, seeing each other in action. And that's how we slowly started to develop, to develop and grow, not just the relationship, but also trust in the way that we work.
0: Yeah, I would say it kind of like happened over time. It was also, if you think about it, kind of a a weird situation, given we were in more of a hybrid environment, like we'd teach other out, but then we'd also um, teach other in class over Zoom. So it probably like took a little bit longer just because of that dynamic. Um, Mm -hmm. But I would say within the past six months is when our relationship has kind of accelerated more just because we were in class together. We started to be in class in person. Um, And then we were working closely on two projects um, together and that's where we were like, whoa, I think we have a lot of things in common, a lot of similar values and um, career interests and where we want to go from a startup perspective and with our own businesses someday. Um, And that's where we, you know, obviously formed something borrowed and then made it a reality once we realized like, oh, I think we could do this
1: together really well. Totally. So what has it looked like starting a business together? What is it like a lot of zoom calls or are you guys just like drinking wine, hanging out and doing business? Like what is your relationship in a work environment look like?
2: I wish it was the latter. A lot of people hanging (laughs) out and drinking wine and kicking it, but um, it's a lot of work, right? Like we're not going to get anybody. It's A ton of work. Allie and I are constantly in contact. We're constantly texting each other. Even when we're not working, we're working. Like I was just on vacation for the past week and I was constantly online, constantly checking in. Um, We try to meet at least once a week for a couple of hours to really figure out what our priorities are for a given week. We do ad hoc Zoom calls. I mean, it's yeah, I would say our communication is just constant. yeah I
0: I would say at this point it's all of the above we're texting all the time we're on calls we're also on calls with other People that were trying, like mentors and professors and um, other vendors that were trying to brides all the time. So we're in constant communication. We're texting. We're on Zoom calls. We also meet in person. But what I will underscore is that we try to make it like one of our big things is let's have fun. Like there's so much stress all of the time, especially in. We obviously both work full time. We're in school. Like there's a lot going on and the bridal industry in and of itself is incredibly stressful. So whenever we are meeting or whenever we are working, we're like, okay, let's not take ourselves too seriously. Let's make this fun. If we are going to do a meetup in person where we're going to crank through a deck, like for example, tonight we're working on a pitch deck. We're like, let's meet and have dinner while we do it. So it's like a little bit more fun, a little bit more relaxed. And it doesn't seem like, oh,
2: this is you know such a grind all the time. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for highlighting that because we're just getting dinner at the Soho house and working like every Monday. And I made it sound
1: like we're like slaving
2: away in an (laughs) office. Like our office really is
1: us getting dinner. Yeah. So are you guys in the same like state? Yes. We're both, we're both in Chicago. Okay. Okay. In the beginning, I was thinking you guys were just like in separate places the whole time. And I was like, that to me is crazy. Running a business, being in separate places and doing school and work is a lot. So it's nice that you guys actually get like FaceTime together to work through these things. Yeah. It it does sound like you guys have a priority even in the business to maintain relationship. Like not that there's harsh Boundaries per se, but maybe that there's just at least an underlying value for like we want to be friends through this. So we're going to let the friendship take somewhat of a priority in the business.
2: Yeah, we, from the beginning, that's one of the things that we were really mindful of is how do we make sure that our relationship is healthy? Because there are going to be times that are really stressful. There's going to be a lot of great times, and then there's also going to be a lot of challenges that we face. So our priority is always. How do we make sure that there is, you know, a healthy channel of communication between us? I think one of the ways that we do that is we ask a lot of questions, even simple questions. So if I'm about to send out a coupon code or something like that, I'll text Allie and I'll say, hey, I'm going to go do this. Like, what do you think? Or is this OK with you? I know the answer 99 percent of the time is going to be yes. But I always want to make sure that we're talking about things and we're always on the same page.
0: And I'll, I'll, build on that and say, we're also checking in with each other a lot. Like, Hey, how are things going? Like, are you, are you feeling okay? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Or like, for example, Pauline went on, um, was out for the, like last week and I was like, Hey, you let me know, like, what do you want me to reach out to you about? And what do you want like to be off limits? Like, I understand you want to unplug. So just like being clear and setting our expectations. Um, and then also just like asking, like, is this what, what you wanted? Is this, are you feeling okay right now? Um, acknowledging that if they're not, then that's okay. And we'll figure out how to fix it.
2: I think what makes, I'll just add, um, I think that what makes it a lot easier for us is that there's, I think sometimes there's a misperception where people meet us and they're like, oh, this is just two best blonde girlfriends. I decided to go start a bridal company. Like that's not, that's not the, quite the case here. We were two women who met in a professional environment doing our NBAs, and for two years saw one another work. So I had seen the way that Allie operates. Allie had seen how I operate. We had been in a ton of groups together. And our entire relationship is built on trust that the other person is 100% capable. It's not like I'm 50% and Allie's 50% We're both 100% capable. And it's really like together we are 200%. So knowing that within our relationship, there's also just a whole mountain of trust behind us where we know the other person is going to do the work it makes it so much easier when we're trying to protect and value our relationship within
1: the context of the company. Totally. Cause there's never that dynamic of like, I'm pulling all the weight and I can't trust this person to hold their own. So do you guys have distinct roles within the business or is it all kind of, cause at least for me, what I do, it's like all over the place. I'm filling like a bunch of roles all the time. And I feel like most startups are that way. So, and with two people, I feel like that dynamic could be a little strenuous. Like we're all filling all the roles. How do you guys navigate that?
0: I would say we, to your point, we are both wearing multiple hats all the time and there's a lot of crossover, but we also um, wanted to be clear in the upfront that we did have kind of designated roles within what we want something borrowed to be so that we can kind of focus our expertise on those areas. Um, I have a background in brand. And so a lot of my focus right now is on what the brand looks like externally. So from our brand voice to our look and feel and establishing that on all of our external facing channels. So like our Instagram channel, um, doing any Facebook ads. Eventually we're trying to get on Pinterest and TikTok um, and making sure that that aligns with with what is on our website, um, which Pauline is overseeing so much at the back end the website and actually executing orders. I'll let you speak to that, Pauline.
2: Yeah, exactly. So um, when we started Something Borrowed, we actually sat down and talked about what our roles and responsibilities are going to be between the two of us in a way that one, aligns with what each person actually wants to do and is interested in, and two, make sure that we have this somewhat clear boundaries so that we're not overstepping one way or the other. So. Allie, where Allie really shines is building what our brand is and communicating with our bride. So if you're on our Instagram, everything that you use voice, that's Allie reaching out to our brides. She's pulling them in. Um, I'm a more back of the house. So what really drives me, I work in sales. <laughs> so I love selling our business. So I'm out here trying to find investors. I'm working on our operations as well. I'm doing more like logistics and shipping and handling stuff like that right now. Because we we are a two-person team. So we both get to do the really sexy stuff, but we also are figuring out like printing shipping labels and the kind of not sexy um, logistic stuff. So that's really where I'm, it's almost easier to think about it is I'm back of the house and Allie's front of the house. Okay. And
0: I will underscore that. That makes total sense if you get to know us better. Like Pauline is the queen of selling, whereas I am always like, oh, I'm scared to ask that. Pauline's like, no, let's ask. Like, let's we can provide them value in this way and they can provide us value in a different way. Um, so like having that balance and obviously mm-hmm. skills that complement each other, it's it's critical. And Pauline is like the queen of selling. So I'm forever appreciative of, of that skill and quality of hers.
1: Yeah, totally. Each other. We're just that compliments back and forth. Um, But I would love to know, so are either of you guys brides or like, what was the connection to the bridal field?
0: I love that question. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because I was sending out texts this weekend to all of my friends. And I was like, as you know, I launched this bridal company, given all my experience being a bride. And that's a joke because I I am single right now and I'm not a bride, but Pauline, on the other hand, we say I'm, she's engaged to be engaged. I nice. am
2: engaged to be engaged. So I'm also not engaged. So I think that's where the whole thing is kind of funny to us because we we're not engaged. We're not brides. But we have seen a lot of our friends be brides. And a lot we've seen a lot of them go through the process. So we've seen the stress. We've seen the good and the bad. And I think it almost makes us more... We're able to kind of see the um, the forest from the trees, right? So we have the lens where we've seen enough and understand enough about the bridal industry, but also like we know just enough to be able to solve for problems. And the reason why we got into the bridal industry isn't so much because of a very personal experience, but because we saw a problem that needs to be fixed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which is key to like any business (laughs) coming into it with this isn't just like a business idea I'm throwing into the abyss of like everyone has businesses out there, but more so like I'm addressing a specific problem that needs to be solved. Totally. And a problem that
0: as women in our late 20s, we hear
1: about literally
0: every weekend, Mm -hmm. if not every day, our friends who are brides or just were brides or soon to be brides saying like, oh my gosh, you know, they're stressed and they're complaining about a lot of things within the wedding sector, but specifically like getting dressed and finding yeah. outfits for all these different events. Totally.
2: We can't fix all of it, right? But one thing that we can fix is, like think about some of the handbags that are on our website. And I'm going to do a quick plug for something-borrowed-bridal.com. <laughs> um, some of them are, I mean, obviously stunning, like absolutely stunning pieces, but does it make sense to spend on a clutch you're going to wear for one weekend? No, no. (laughs) So that's why we're them for a fraction of the price instead. So that's at least what we can solve for right now is helping women look iconic and making that attainable. No crying, no breaking your bank, no going over your budget. Mm -hmm. It's still the same look and feel that you want, but less stress.
1: Yeah, I love it. Well, I want to be mindful of everyone's time and all that. So I want to give a little bit of room for the last question just so that you guys can like run through it and get all your answers full. But <laughs> okay. So on every episode, I just ask, what's one thing that you really love about your partner?
2: I can go first here. Because oh. it really came through this weekend. I mean,
1: oh.
2: Allie's positivity, It. I mean, there's no way we could do any of this if we weren't positive and persistent and optimistic. There's just no way. Like As Allie alluded to, we've been told no a dozen times because people see two blondes running a bridal company and they're like, oh, we've seen it before. And it's like, no, you haven't. You haven't seen it like this. And Allie has this incredible ability to turn it into also like, yeah, like, no, that's fine. We'll figure out how to get a yes. And even moments like this weekend, one one thing that we laugh about sometimes is we have like this roller coaster of emotions as anybody who's a business owner does is we had one day where we didn't have any sales. So obviously we're like, Oh my goodness, this is an absolute (laughs) disaster. And then of course the next morning sales start piling in, we start getting rentals in and we're texting one another and Allie's like, tides are turning. I could not stop laughing at the the tides are <laughs> the tides were fine the tides are absolutely fine it was just one day but just like the the positivity and the joy that she brings into what is a, an objectively stressful situation having your own company is very difficult very rewarding but without ellie's ability to smile every time and be like okay no problem we're gonna figure it out or oh my gosh can i say that as my story i will do we have oh this? yeah
0: go nuts I love
2: that story. Okay. One of our favorite handbags is the Colt Gaia Esme. It is a shell shaped clutch and we have it on our website. We had a bride rent it and we're like, great. We're going to go pick it up. Sold out. Absolutely everywhere. I'm like, oh no, what are we going to do? This bride is really excited about this handbag. How are we going to find it? What are we going to do? Allie's like, no problem. I got this. Ellie gets on the phone with like every single retailer starts calling around starts calling Saks, starts calling Nordys everywhere she can think of calls and even Marcus finds the last cult Gaia Esme clutch in a store in Hawaii oh my goodness
0: <laughs> yeah what in we... Honolulu
2: yeah I was like it
0: Well, actually I called the, I called the Neiman Marcus in the state. Well, I guess Hawaii is in the States, but in the mainland. And um, they were like, we have one left, but it's in our Neiman Marcus Honolulu location. Um, And they're, and I was like, okay, sweet, connect me to them. And they're like, we actually, we have nothing to do with the Hawaii operations. And I was like, what? Like, can you give me a phone number? Like, I was so jazzed that they had this bag. Long story short, they eventually connect me and I get to the Neiman Marcus Honolulu location and they're like, aloha, Neiman Marcus Honolulu, Um, which like just everything in Hawaii, the experience was fantastic. Um, But they were, the the man in the store was literally texting me pictures of the bag. He's like, is this what you're looking for, ma'am? And I was like, oh my gosh, Pauline, this is hilarious. So whatever, long story short, we ended up getting the bag, but just underscoring like there's a, a little roller coaster every day and at this point, we're just like doing whatever we can to, to make our brides happy. Totally. Nice. Um, but what I love about, thank you, Pauline. That was literally so nice. Um, and I echo everything you said. I think what I love about Pauline, I don't know if I, I can like narrow it down to one. Um, but one of the biggest things, and I tell her this all the time is she is an executor through and through, we always say like progress over perfection. Um, and I have a tendency to like get caught up on things or like, oh, we shouldn't post that or oh, we shouldn't say that because it's not perfect or we don't know exactly how people will respond. And Pauline's full on like, we just gotta, we gotta move because if we don't, we're just gonna be at a standstill. Um, And whatever we do, like it's a learning. Like if we fail, who cares? We move on, we learn from it. Um, And I don't think we would be where we're at. I know for a fact, we would not be where we're at today um, if it weren't for that, like, let's just go ahead and do it kind of attitude. Um, I will also say I admire her confidence, like to a whole nother degree, but it's a confidence with humility. Like you said, like she is not afraid um, because of her confidence. She's not afraid to acknowledge when she doesn't know what she doesn't know or to say like, hey, I actually have a question about that. Whereas sometimes I get scared, especially being a female entrepreneur. I'm like, okay, I feel like we have to pretend that we just know it all. And we, we do a lot of times we do a lot of pretending, but also being like, hey, if we don't know how to do that, it's okay to ask. Um, and Pauline does a really good job of stepping outside of the bounds and being willing to ask those tough questions. So Aww. I could go there so much, but those are, two are so
1: cute. I love hearing like people answer that. I just think it's genuinely the sweetest thing. People are like so great to watch them interact and encourage each other. And yeah, I feel like I even look up to you guys' relationship. I think it's so amazing to see women like going for it and doing it. And um I know a lot of people are going to find so much value from this and even like from the difference of your personalities and your roles and everything. So I'm really excited for everyone to listen to the podcast. And yeah, I wanted to keep it short and sweet. You're both so busy and on to huge jobs for the rest of the day. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much everything. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so um, much, Carly. Yeah, of course. Alright, well I'll talk to you guys soon and I'll add something borrowed to the description of the podcast and everyone can check you guys out. All those brides out there can get all their goodies. Um your page is so cute and I know everyone's gonna be obsessed with it when they see it.